0: I am going to go out on a limb here and I am going to make a bet. I'm going to make a wager that back in the 1930s, 1933, 1934, I'm going to bet that the German media was in love with Dr. Mengele, just like our current media is drooling all over Dr. Fauci. And uh, of course, we all remember how that turned out. Well, anyway, welcome to this Monday episode of Backyard Politics. Glad you could be here. I am your humble, never boastful, unsophisticated host, John Smith. We are live on YouTube and Rumble Monday and Wednesday evenings at 8 p.m. Pacific. That's 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For those of you in export, Pennsylvania, please like and subscribe to my channel and please share this video so that others can experience all the joy that it may bring. Our audio podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and just about anywhere podcasts can be heard. If you are an iPhone user or an iPad user, please go to my podcast on Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star rating. I've had a few trolls come by and give me a one-star. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. I'm not losing sleep over it. Uh, before we get started, I want to give a huge shout out to Dave, the trucker, because if you have it. People like Dave brought it to you. That's the way it works. Uh, tonight is Magdich Monday, which means our friend Tyke Magnich is here. If you want to be a caller tonight, the number is 602 475 2000. As always, 602 475 2000. It's right there in red at the bottom of your screen. Let's go ahead and get started. <laughs> All right, Mr. Magnitsch, how are you, sir?
1: I'm doing well, John, and how are you?
0: Oh, well, I'm doing doing pretty darn good. Pretty pretty good.
1: Excellent. That's good to hear.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, what were you going to say?
1: I was going to say hello to our backyard t- politics family. It's uh, another for n- another wonderful week.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah, we got angry conservative stop by Nana 1776. By the way, there's a rumor out there that Nana makes one heck of a quilt. That's (laughs) right. One heck of a quilt. That's what I've heard. Uh, The Joker's here. He says, what's up backyard? How you doing Joker? I hope you're doing well. Uh, Todd Baker's in the room. Henry Mendoza. You know, uh, back, you played baseball, didn't you Ty?
1: i didn't but interestingly enough i have coached quite a bit of baseball as my kids got interested i dumped myself into it and learned so i know quite a bit about it
0: have you ever heard of the mendoza line
1: i have not that's an interesting you
0: have to look that one up that's a baseball okay Mm
1: -hmm. you learn something new every day
0: that's exactly (laughs) right Uh, angry says welcome back henry jennifer myers is in the room hello hello jennifer myers uh, she says hi to tyke as well that's you sir uh so does angry conservative and oh nana i want to know about your quilts jennifer says well <clears throat> let's not get too far off of uh
1: hey if we gonna, if we run out of things to talk about tonight we've got a backup we will talk quilts
0: yeah we will definitely talk quilts <laughs> no question <laughs> about it all right uh so you had sent me some information and uh, this was what I planned on covering anyway. Uh, but the democratic party type seems to be yeah. in disarray. They seem yes. to be eating their own. Yes. Have you watched yes, this. You've been paying attention.
1: Yeah, this is uh, this is, I think we're going to see more and more of this, right? Um, okay. It's amazing. You know, I, I, it's almost, it's almost hard to me, for me to process all the thoughts here. So I'll try to start from the top. One, uh, I'll just say God is in everything. Mm-hmm. And when God is in everything and you wait on God, things will happen. Um, Evildoers will be brought to justice, um, the, you know, whatever. Uh, and things will come to fruition. You just have to be patient. Things happen in God's timing. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing is the Democrats controlling every aspect of our government. Um, at the federal level and we know now more than ever there are, are deep state moles in every organization every government funded or federally funded organization uh, the irs the epa the fda whoever it is mm-hmm. and they could be dancing a victory right now and running all over us but when you bring evil to the table it will always want its own thing it will always want what it wants And if you don't give it to it, it will throw a fit, it will do worse, and it will become a party divided. I think that's what we're seeing. I don't think it's going so far as a party divided, but they certainly have some enough infighting that we may be able to save this country yet. They may be too busy killing each other, eating each other, whatever, to to, to keep an eye on us, what we're doing, rebuilding this country and taking Back, you know, the flag and patriotism and the anthem. So that's let's nice. hope that's where let's let let let's hope that's what this this is evidential of. Well,
0: something very interesting happened. I believe it was yesterday. Uh Senator Kirsten Cinema, she's uh right here from Arizona. Uh she yep. was chased into a public restroom down inside the fascist training camp in Tempe, Arizona, known as Arizona State University, by a couple of fringe left-wing kooks. Let me show you the video.
2: Okay, I'll be back. So that we want to talk to you real quick. Can we talk to you? Real quick? Hi,
3: actually, I am heading
2: out. But um, right now is a real moment that our people need in order for us to be able to talk about what's really happening. We need a build back better plan right now. We we not that doors. We need. We knocked on doors for you to get you elected and just how we got you elected, we can get you out of office if you don't support what you promised us. We,
0: we knocked on doors million, for you. For we need the Build That
2: Better plan right now. My name is Blanca. I was brought here to the United States when I was three years old. And in 2010, my grandparents both got deported because of SB 1070. And I'm here because I definitely believe that we need a pathway to citizenship. My grandfather passed away two weeks ago, and I was not able to go to Mexico and visit him because there is no pathway to citizenship. And if we have the opportunity to pass it right now, then we need to do it because there's millions of undocumented people just like me who share the same story or even worse things that happen to them because of SB 1070 and because of anti-immigrant legislation. And this is the opportunity to pass it right now, and we need you to, we need to hold you accountable to what you told us, what you promised us that you were going to pass when we knocked on doors for you. It's not right.
0: What's not right is confronting someone I'm in the survivor. toilet. I'm a survivor
2: of human trafficking, and it's because of the lack of worker protections that we don't have in the gig economy. I need you to stand by workers, lots of people who are on me,
1: i don't know much i don't know the senator i don't know anything about her uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm impressed she kept her composure through all that yeah I, I am impressed i i don't know anything about her i probably don't agree with any of her politics but uh wow well, and actually, then actually
0: if you recall uh when trump was giving his last state of the union speech when uh, rush limbaugh and all those people were there
2: mm-hmm.
0: cinema was the only Democrat that was actually standing and applauding some of the things that uh, Trump was saying. In fact, a lot of the Democrats were shooting her like the evil eye because she yeah. was actually standing up and applauding. Interesting. And, uh, so she has been she's she's one of those people that wants to be the maverick like John McCain. I'm to no, be God. the maverick. No.
1: You're, yeah. you're going to have flashbacks. That's horrible.
0: Yeah. That's right. It's John McCain and I'm the Maverick.
1: Yeah. When so, you have to label uh, yourself Maverick. You you might want to just lay it down right there and say, I'm not actually a Maverick. I'm just I just play one on TV. <laughs> that's
0: right. You can never give yourself your own nickname.
1: Right? Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. 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 It's creepy. So
0: we saw that. We saw her being harassed. And you know, there's that's mm-hmm. actually against the law. There's a, a law. And uh let me see if I actually have the law here I thought I uh, had it down there somewhere uh but uh, anyway I think I have it somewhere but we'll get to that in just a minute but uh there's a law in Arizona that you cannot film or record anybody in a public restroom as we saw there were people leaving you could hear the toilets flushing you could yeah. hear people coming out of the stalls like uh, uh excuse me you know uh, yeah. what's going on here and uh but she was doing it anyway. Well, she's not the only one that's been harassed Uh, from Fox News. Senator Joe Manchin was confronted by a group of kayakers from his home state over the lack of support for Democrats. Three point five trillion dollar spending bill. Senator, uh, this is an investment. One of the kayakers yelled at West Virginia Democrat who lives on the houseboat. When he's in washington dc that must be nice uh this is not giving out money she said this is not spending this is building the state that we both love uh at issue um is mansion's <coughs> continued opposition to the size of the 3.5 trillion dollar spending championed by his party which Manchin would like to see cut down to 1.5 trillion this is actually how Ra- uh, rachel Maddow talked about
3: it tonight The spirit of last night's congressional baseball game took to the Potomac. Um, Several of Senator Joe Manchin's constituents from West Virginia boated up to him today. (laughs) They paddled, they kayaked up to the houseboat where Senator Joe Manchin lives when he is in Washington. Do you see him on the back of the boat there? The constituents are in the kayaks and in the little boat. They They have boated, is that the word? They have boated themselves up to him, to the back of his houseboat, to talk to him, to plead with him, to get on board with the budget, to get on board with President Biden's agenda. You can see here these kayakers all at Manchin's houseboat. Senator Manchin, um, at one point in the video that we've seen of this, he asks them where they're from, and they shout out the places in West Virginia where they're from. And, And what they did this evening was basically just ask him why he's not supporting the president's agenda why he's not supporting the president's build back better plan and what's he going to do for the incredible and intractable lovers of poverty in West Virginia and what about expanding Medicare wouldn't that be good for everyone and what about lowering drug prices which he says he's so in favor of but why not actually vote for something that would get it done and what about taxing the rich which West Virginians overwhelmingly want even the conservatives want the conservative ones and tonight with these kayaktivists, uh, he told them all that he was on board with all of those things. Even though he's also been saying today that he will only accept a bill that is less than half the size of what the president wants. Somehow though, he, he tells these constituents of his that he is still on board with all of the things they want. At one point he tells them, we are on the same page. And one of them shouts back to him, no, we are not. <laughs> but again, even showing up at his his floating house, um a a cheerful but persistent group.
1: You know, I I can't uh, you just went probably thirty seconds over my ability to listen to that woman. Her cackle <laughs> and her self righteous laughing and I mean, who are these yeah, people? But you gotta be
0: impressed with Kai activist. Oh yes. I mean, that, that you know that, that was that's slick.
1: dedication right there. That so, was slick. So, yeah. 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 They're quite, quite the branding. Um, I, I'm certainly not against uh, people um, peacefully confronting the representatives and that was a creative way to do it. So okay, fine. I, I can't, I can't stand Rachel Maddow though. I mean, oh, my God, she is so full of herself. <laughs> she, she bold faced lies and, and she knows it and she doesn't care because she just, she just cares about herself, like most, like, like most liberal Democrats. And going back to the first video, the lunatics are running the asylum. Like, my gosh. Oh, so yeah. you're in the country illegal, and you think you should be studying, setting the standards and the laws, and the uh, you know, that w- which we live by as citizens of this country. You admitted you're in this country illegally. Obviously, brought here at three, three years old, not the girl's own fault. But at the end of the day, you're here illegally. And your grandparents, although I'm not heartless, they were here illegally and they got deported. So, yeah, and there are laws and into, we have to follow uh, laws.
0: They broke into that ASU uh, building, too. They were not. Oh, were yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a secure building. Students. They're paid agitators. They're not students. Yeah. They broke into the building, which is a crime. They're in the country illegally. They're filming people in the toilet. Mm-hmm. They're all committing all these crimes. Yet and, and they think they should be running the place.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They think they should be running the place because that, that's the example. I mean, that's exactly, and honestly, I'm going to say something, but that's probably what we already have in our leaders anyways, people that completely ignore the law and, and do what they want. But is that really we, what we want out of our citizens in our citizen leaders and our leadership people that completely and totally ignore every law and then say, no, 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 I should be setting the standard. I should be the one telling you how to run the country, even though I'm here illegally, even though I'm not vested in anything except my own personal, uh, you know, promotion, I should be, I should be telling, uh, everybody what to do. And another little nugget I pulled out of that first video. Um, The gentleman there, there's obviously a woman and a gentleman filming and he goes into the women's bathroom Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking, well, isn't this what Democrats want? I mean, they want guys to be allowed to be, maybe he identified as a woman. So he just barged right in. (laughs) If I were the, if, if I were the two or three people that came out of those stalls while they were filming, I'd be suing right now. You know, I would In uh,
0: universities, though, Tyke, I, I don't know if you've been to one recently, and I'm sure this goes for the Ohio State as well, uh, but all the bathrooms are multi-gender bathrooms, so oh it doesn't matter, you know, if you got the twig and berries or what parts you're walking around with, you can go into any bathroom that you choose. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Angry conservative says God is bringing light to what happened in the dark because of the things that were uh, dropping today. That's exactly right. Uh, Jennifer says uh, the video is awesome. We need more of this I'm holding those accountable, whatever side the people need to do more of this. I'm not sure what video we're talking about. Um,
1: she was she posted that during the first video. So I'll just say that I, I believe in citizen activism. I believe we should hold our state and our federal legislatures accountable all the way from the top, the president, all the way down to the uh, school boards, our local school boards, but we need to do it appropriately, right? Harassing okay. people at dinner, getting in their faces, um, throwing things at them, uh, whatever the case may be, or following them in the bathroom. It's just not appropriate. And it shows, and and, and to be blunt, there's only one side of the aisle that does that. Of there's course. only one, yeah. I mean, conservatives tend to be, not 100%, Right, that we all have our weaknesses or our, our failures. Conservatives tend to be at least respectful in a sense that we're not going to harass and degrade people in, in those ways. It's just it's horrible. Their methods are just ugh. Yeah. I did
0: find the law, by the way. AZ law, Title 13, Criminal Code 13-3019. It says it is unlawful for any person to knowingly photograph, videotape, film, etc., in a restroom, bathroom, locker room, bedroom, or other location where the person has a reasonable expectation of privacy, and the person is urinating or defecating. How about that? How about that? Wow! There you. Uh, go. Yeah. So that's uh, very direct. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's,
1: okay, the worst part is they actually had to write a bill with those words in it. That's, <laughs> well, God, come on. Well,
0: I mean, in order for it to be against the law, there's got to be a law, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: That's the way it works. But uh, so they asked Joe Biden, and I do have a clip of the kooks on the kayak. Uh, I don't know if it matters. Let me show a quick clip of those idiots.
2: <laughs> Senator, this is an investment this is not giving out money. this is not spending this is investing and this is building the state that we both love. That's why we're both here waiting for our people
0: because we love- First of all, anytime you're handing out 3.5 trillion dollars, you are giving out money. you yeah. are spending money. you're spending taxpayer dollars. So this this knucklehead clearly you know has no idea what she's talking about. You can't invest, Tyke. Have you ever invested in a stock or a business or anything
1: without spending money? No. No, of course not. But uh, but it's, but it's fine when money. you're spending other people's money, right? Yeah. Th- th- this lady is the absolute poster child for the failure of the public school systems, for not teaching basic economics, math, reading, writing, history, and very, 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 very clearly not teaching basic economics. Right. Uh, a- another thing I picked up on from the Rachel Maddow video, she rattles off all kinds of things. Well, he's not for, he says he's for expanding Medicare, but he's blocking it. He's blocking this. He's blocking that. Okay. I'm sorry. It's the infrastructure bill. Can, can you tell me how expanding Medicare, healthcare, cheap uh, prescriptions has anything to do with infrastructure?
0: Well, yeah. And, you know, not only that, Tyke, I mean, you're exactly right. But on top of that, in addition to that, when the three or four things that she rattled off doesn't cost three point five trillion dollars. Yeah, that's right. So let's talk about the that's maybe 10 percent of the bill. Let's talk about the other 90 percent of the bill that's just loaded full of left wing progressive pork. Yeah. And that's why he opposes it. Three point five trillion. Like she says. Uh, you know, like he's for uh, taxing the rich, just like everybody down in uh, West Virginia wants to do. They want to even the conservative people want to tax the rich. You couldn't tax the rich enough to That's make right. up for three point five trillion dollars. You can't. Even if they gave their entire salaries, you couldn't That's do right. it. What's Bezos worth? Twenty billion. Yeah, more. Maybe 40 billion
1: yeah I think it's, I think it's in the area of 50 some, but
0: okay, whatever yeah. the case is, but think of it, he's the wealthiest guy in the world, right? Yeah, And so you take him and you take uh, the, the Tesla guy, and you take their salaries together because they're pretty close, or they're not their salaries, but their net income. The net, the net worth 50 yeah. billion, their net worth. Now you have a hundred billion.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: okay, you still have 3,000 times that amount. There aren't 3,000 people in this country that are worth $50 billion. That's right. It's a, it's a lie.
1: Yeah. It's a flat out lie. And and once again, people just don't understand basic economics, basic math. Uh, I I saw a meme recently that people don't understand the difference between a million and and a billion. And I wish I I wish I had it to share, but basically it said something to the effect of: if you counted to a million, it would take X number of days, and I don't remember how many days it was. Mm-hmm. And if, but if you counted to a billion, it would literally take years, years, mm-hmm. because there is a there is a significant and exponential difference between the two. We, we write it down. It's just another. It's just another decimal place. Where it's just another comma but that's not reality. Reality is these are huge differences and you don't go that far into debt and ever get back out of it.
0: No, there is no path
1: to, yeah.
0: A trillion is 1000 billions. So now we're looking at 3000 billions, three and a half thousand billions. Yeah. Just to pay off the $3.5 trillion that, where is that money even coming from? And I've been asking this on Twitter, Tyke, if they're just going to print this much money because they can't borrow it.
1: Right. They're not going to borrow
0: 3.5 trillion dollars and they're not going to they're not going to be able to tax Americans enough. Why do we even pay taxes? Why are we even required to pay taxes if they're just going to just print money and just give it out like it's free?
1: Yeah, why why should we be contributing to that? They obviously don't need our money. They're just going to print their own.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, I saw a headline today, and I can't. And I apologize, I didn't dig into it, but it said that Joe Biden's tax plan includes increased taxes for people, families, not people, mm. family households making over fifty thousand dollars a year.
0: Oh, I thought the middle what class ha- wasn't going to get taxed.
1: Yeah, what happened to the only four hundred thousand and above people? What happened to? you know, we're going to just, you you don't need to worry about, it. we're just going to tax the rich. Well, it's, it's, it's all a lie.
0: Yeah. And, and they can't, Pelosi yeah. And Pisaki and the, all of them are coming out saying right now, Tyke that this isn't going to cost the, anybody anything.
1: Nothing yeah. Yeah. That Pisaki, like that quote <laughs> from her, like, Oh my gosh, how, what world do you live in? What universe do you live in? I mean, I'm just going to walk into a Lamborghini dealership tomorrow, John, and I'm going to say, Hey, this is my new car. It costs me nothing. Yeah. I'm exactly. gonna drive it away. That's and great. since it costs you, Mr. Lamborghini, Lamborghini dealership, nothing, you're okay with me just walking out the door with this, driving out the door, right? Because doesn't it's, it's
0: like sh- Lloyd Christmas. It's like from <laughs> dumb and dumber. <laughs> oh my god. Here's one for a Lamborghini. You're gonna want to hold on to this one. This yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, that's a big one. This is yeah.
0: a big one. You're gonna want to hold on to this one. Yeah. It's as good as money.
1: Yeah. It's the same thing. Oh, Maybe God. Lloyd Christmas should uh, take over Jim Posaki's job.
0: I think Lloyd Chris, I think uh, Biden's on about the uh, intelligent level of Lloyd. Hey,
1: Christmas. I think Lloyd Christmas would beat him in a chess match.
0: <laughs> I don't care. Uh, let's <laughs> see. She is hit or miss. Uh, mostly miss. Uh, Henry says uh, sort of like Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, you're exactly right. She is. I mean, she's a left winger, but you know, she, at least she's not nuts. Let's put it that way. Uh, Angry conservative. He asks, I wonder if any of them actually read the bill. I believe it's about 6,000 pages long. No, they didn't. I'm going to, I'm I'm just going to take a stab and say they haven't. My question is who wrote the damn bill?
1: Who wrote it? Lawyers, lawyers and activists. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. they think they
0: just sit in a room on a fax machine and like 6,000 pages just come over the fax. And then they just put, they just take it up and drop it on yeah. Nancy's desk.
1: And, then, and, you know, and, you know, Nancy, I always go back to the classic Nancy Pelosi quote about the Obamacare bill. Oh, yeah. Got we need to pass this to find it. out what's in it. And, and what does that mean? That means I am not doing my job. No matter what, I'm not going to read this. I'm not going to write legislation. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let activists and special interest groups, uh, deep corporate black money, evil money, whatever,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: write the bills I'm going to pass them and then somebody else is going to tell me what's in them she's not even she doesn't even know what's in it somebody else that's paid $17 an hour is interning for free mm-hmm. as part of the her staff is going to then tell her 20 days later oh that by the way this is this is something you might want to know about in the bill you're right yeah. she's never going to read it she they're, they're not even doing their jobs they're not even working no it's crazy.
0: Because they're too busy uh, with the, all their insider trading information, making millions and billions of dollars, yeah. Uh, that they want to tax the rich, though. You know, I, have you seen the like, stats? Uh, AOC, right? Tax the rich in her stupid dress, and then yeah. for the rest of the evening, she hung out with the rich. I mean, yeah.
1: did you see Pelosi's? Uh, she ranks like in the top fifteen of the most successful investors of all time. Oh yeah, she has sixty nine percent return on her investments this year. That's 69%. Good. Yeah, not bad.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah. The average yeah. American sitting at about six or seven. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, so you got to yeah. hand it to her. You got to hand <laughs> it to her. There's, well, I she's guess. She's just lucky.
1: Yeah, she's just lucky, man. She's just, yeah, her husband, he is a brilliant businessman. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it has nothing to do with her saying, hey, by the way, I'm about to pass this bill that's going to, you know, benefit these five companies. Go dump $500 million into these five companies or whatever.
0: How about her husband, yeah. too? Her husband was brilliant. He created that uh, really crappy uh, tracking system for businesses to track leads. It's called Salesforce. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> he created Salesforce. He owns Salesforce. And then he tells all these big corporations, you either use Salesforce or we're coming after you. Yeah. I don't think that doesn't happen. Oh, yeah. I don't think for a minute that doesn't happen.
2: Yep.
1: I guarantee yeah, it's, you it's crazy. crazy
0: jennifer says uh wait what video videoing (laughs) people in their private lives isn't that happening to anyone who is against their either narrative yeah well you know maybe i don't know call me crazy she says but i thought to videotape anyone without their consent was illegal no it's not especially if you're in a a public area like if you're on a sidewalk or whatever but uh you can't be doing it in the the bathroom yeah yeah can't be doing it in the John. In, in uh, different states, yeah, different laws. Angry. Yeah. Let me just get through some of these. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Because we got uh, these guys, you know, they take the time to do this. And uh, I want to make sure we're recognizing them. Uh, let's see. Angry says, did uh, she say that she voted for cinema? I'm not sure sure who she is. Oh, maybe. Yeah, they did. Yeah, the she girl did. In the video. Well, she yeah. said she
1: campaigned for her. She yeah, said yeah, she yeah. went knocked on doors. Yeah.
0: Yep. And uh, now she's uh, and she made it kind of a threat. You know, we put you here. We can take you out, mm-hmm. too. Yes, well, you did. Uh, we'll see. Um, still can't uh, videotape anyone without consent. It's uh, lawful, exactly, Ty, what I meant. Uh, Angry says, uh, in some states, you can film publicly. Yeah. I mean, you, you can. I mean, uh, we see it all the time, right? We see, just turn YouTube on, and you'll see people on the street all the time. Uh, Todd Baker says, that was my thought following someone in the bathroom. That was unacceptable. It is unacceptable. Yeah, It's insanity is what it is and it's just rude as hell but they have what they live under progressive privilege tyke we talked about that on the show that's right if you're a progressive you are privileged you can do whatever you want to do and it's very unlikely you may go to jail for a day but uh you'll get bailed out and you'll be taken care of and catch and release yeah catch and release exactly right yep just like a big old bass right Mm -hmm. uh jennifer says uh but i meant uh Calling out others didn't mean videotape, but holding our leaders accountable. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta do that. We gotta do that. Yes. Uh, Yeah. I think we all agree with that. Uh, Let's see. And and
1: and I think these videos. It's important for these videos to come out to see how absurd and um, just out uh, off the leash, just completely out of control that the liberal progressives are. And once again, going back to the first comment, you know, they're eating their own, and I'm. Mm-hmm. Part of me's you know, happy to see it. They need to deal with the culture they created.
0: That's exactly right. Uh, speaking of Jennifer Myers, she is the purveyor of uh, the Grayfeather Farm all natural skincare products. If you go to Say What You Will at radio.com, click on the uh, sponsors tab, you're going to see Gray Feather Farm, uh, their logo right there. If you click that logo on Say What You Will at radio.com, it'll take you right to Gray Feather Farm's uh, all natural skincare products on Etsy. So check them out. They're fantastic. I use them on a daily basis and uh, you won't be disappointed. In fact, many of the uh, the, the watchers on uh, this program have used it and uh, have written really nice reviews. So check it out. Uh, let's see. They need to read the bill because it's giving money to pet projects. Yeah, well, that's exactly that's pork. It's pork. Yep. And that's what it's all about. Uh, Todd Baker says you can film in public in all states. I think you can. Not sure, Todd, but I believe you can. Not in the bathroom, though. Uh, Let's see. Todd Baker says, I'm pretty sure Obama removed the Privacy Act. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Taylor's here. She says, hello, everyone. Uh, Yeah, let's see. I don't. uh, Jennifer says, I don't know if you can legally videotape someone without their consent and use it in a public forum. I guess different states have different laws. Seems like uh, still a privacy act. I don't know. If you're in a public area, you can. I mean, how many times have you seen car accidents and uh, people go berserk and someone videotapes it and then they put it out on social media? I mean, it's just uh, I'm pretty sure they can't they can't videotape you like if you're in your backyard and you have a privacy fence and they're sneaking over your privacy fence. I mean, well, I mean, even uh, what's that group out in the uh, in Hollywood? They do it all the time, right?
1: the paparazzi the paparazzi yeah, yeah, they, do yeah. The they do it all the and, time they do it and then there's actually I, I think that is something not to go f- too far down this tangent but i think that's actually something that's become very prevalent uh because of uh drones right because uh little home kit drones you know these things that are this big or they have very powerful cameras on them and there's okay. been many cases where People have been caught trying to record people in their backyard, in their pools, you know, and leveling with their windows, whatever the case may be. So there actually is a lot of legislation trying to be pushed right now to tamp that down. But I do not believe and and I think there's legislation already in place, most states at least, where you're not allowed to film people in their private residence. But you you can't
0: do anything with those drones. You can't like get a shotgun and shoot it out of the air.
1: Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's the other side of that. That's right. Yeah. It's a
0: licensed aircraft and it's against yep. FAA law. You cannot shoot, shoot those down. things down. Yeah. So it can be sitting there watching you. You know, you and your wife might be, uh, you know, a little skinny dipping in the pool or something, you know. And yep. the next thing you know, you look up and there's a drone up there. Yep. So you pull out your little 20 gauge, sawed off 20 gauge, and you start, you know, blasting that thing out of the sky. Yeah, you're you the one sued. that's going to be in trouble. You're going to yeah. get sick. Yep. Uh, let's see. So you're, telling me there's a chance that's exactly right rising ability absolutely
2: (laughs) uh let's see someone knows Uh, their movie quotes
0: yes (laughs) all right all right well that's uh we got one more here uh uh what's it say uh politicians should not be having seven digit wealth and if they do they're not in it for we the people you got that right taylor taylor you're exactly right in fact one of our founding fathers said what did he say? He said, uh, "Pay the politicians well, and you'll invite the scoundrels." Well, look what we have now. Yep. Look what we have now, Tyke. So, in other news, and this was this was good. I, I was glad I found this because this actually happened in your neck of the woods, Tyke. Okay to celebrate temperatures dipping into the 1970s or I'm sorry, into the 70s after a sweltering <laughs> week-long heat wave Arkansas's KATV anchor Chris May and meteorologist Barry Brandt wore afro wigs and viewer oh, reception was chilly did you hear <laughs>
1: wow I, I no i didn't hear about this this is in my backyard too that's awesome <laughs>
0: Yeah, The Little
1: Rock-based station
0: quickly suspended the two white news anchors and canned their boss after the broadcasters wore the African-American-style hairpieces during an evening weather report, which aired at 10 p.m. on September 16th. Swift action was important to hold the responsible parties accountable, a spokesman told uh, Adweek. Of the newscast during the inflammatory segment dubbed return to the 70s may and brant sported wigs modeled after afros a hairstyle popular nearly five decades ago the arkansas times reported may later shared a twitter photo of their controversial cosplay which has since been deleted now i want to show you a video because i did i did a lot of research on this
1: Okay. okay
0: Uh, let me see if, oh yeah, there we go. I have it right here. They're talking about the 1970s and the Afros, right? Yeah. Tyke, it wasn't only people of, uh, the black race that had the Afros. Okay. May I remind you of this little snippet?
3: This is wild. What an office. It's a place to
2: hang my beads. Yeah, it's great. Right. Four o'clock for the dub down. Oh, Greg, I'd like you to meet my partner, Buddy Berkman. Wow.
3: How do you All do, right Mr. Berkman? Okay, beautiful, beautiful.
2: Out of sight. Dynamite. dynamite Oh, This brought off. along a tape of our group. Oh, that won't be necessary, babe. Oh, I thought you'd like to hear how we sound. Oh, sure. Terrific. Hey, would you like to play the guitar? There you go. All well well right. on that. Come on. Oh, do it, man. Do it. Let's okay. get it on. Oh. oh, I could dig this.
3: Yeah, yeah. I can dig it. Yeah. Hey, okay. Oh, that's righteous.
2: <laughs> oh, hey, perfect, perfect. Oh, this guy's terrific. What a find. I hope he fits the suit. He will. I never miss. Oh, hey, I like that. Okay. All right. Very good. Very nice. Oh, salad. Well, look. Want to slip into this, love?
3: Oh, wow. Hmm.
2: Like perfect. Righteous. Oh, did I tell you I never miss?
3: Beautiful. Oh. This it is really something. All six of
2: us get an outfit like this? Just you, babe.
3: Oh, but my brothers and sisters.
2: Hey. As of now, you're solo.
3: Oh, you're gonna be a monster. You won't be in the top 20, you'll be the top 20. But you don't understand. I'm part of a group. No, you
2: don't understand. You're not you anymore.
3: I don't follow. You are a
1: superstar. You are the new Johnny Bravo.
2: Johnny Bravo?
3: Johnny Bravo? Johnny Bravo!
2: Johnny Bravo.
3: Yeah,
0: there you go. So there was, there was, there was two afros in that video.
1: Yes, there were,
0: and uh, not a black guy on set. I'm no. just saying.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's let's not. Now, uh, now, now, no, John, you're bringing up history with <laughs> video facts. <laughs> Cannot uh, do that. It's not fair to bring facts to an argument. Although I will say, anybody in this day and age <laughs> that would try to pull something off like that, like. <laughs> Come on, you gotta know better than that.
0: I thought that was beautiful. Yeah, let's uh let's see what some of the people are saying here. Uh angry conservatives said, didn't white people have afros in the 70s? Yes, they yeah. certainly did. As we just witnessed, Johnny Bravo, he was sporting the the, the fro. <laughs> uh Latin Patriot says true, Taylor, they should be getting uh, rich. That's right. Uh, we're uh yeah, there we go. Uh Tide Joker says the 70s show had an afro in it. Yeah, you remember that? The yep. 70s show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, meanwhile, if you're the governor of Virginia, Tyke, you can go and uh, go oh, all, yeah. all, all blackface.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Again, sure.
0: progressive privilege, right? We all know that. Yeah. If you're progressive, you can get away with anything.
1: The hypocrisy is deep.
0: Uh, Latin says, hi, y'all. Some people have natural froze or just very tight curls. Like the lady worked for taking care of her husband. That's exactly right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Taylor says, why in the black community, so sensitive about anything that could pertain to them? Well, you know, it's ingrained it, and sadly it's ingrained and that's what, uh, uh, critical race theory is all about. Right. It's all and and let's
1: be, and let's be clear. I would, I don't know the specifics of the situation, but I'd be willing to bet somebody that these are all progressive white liberals. that are creating the noise
0: i think you're on to something yeah i think you're on to something because uh later uh in the article it actually says i'm african-american and i saw the weather report with the wigs added another gawker on arkansas business i don't really think too much about it everything is not racism There were white men in the 70s who wore afros just like blacks. I think sometimes we go overboard. It's a uh, shame someone had to lose their job over this.
1: Yeah, There you go. Right? And and, uh, and I'm sure there's a white liberal Karen right behind that comment to shout that person down, tell them they have no idea what they're talking about. She will tell them how oppressed they are. She'll make sure that they feel the oppression that they're under.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I don't know. I I just, it was just so funny because uh, it was actually Bo Snardley from the Rush Limbaugh show that posted that on Twitter, that article, and he's a black guy. And uh, he was, you know, he posted it. I'm sure he got a kick out of it. And uh, I immediately, I immediately always, my mind always, like, if it's not first, it's either second or third, goes right back to the Brady Bunch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they all had (laughs) afros.
0: Mike had an afro.
1: Hey, uh, afro.
0: Peter had some of a quasi afro. Hey,
1: yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. It was kind of kind of poofy. And hey, if you go if you go fast forward to the eighties, big hair. You could say could have been afro esque. I mean, there were some. I have some high school pictures of some girls with some, you know, hair. You know, hair, big hair, and you know, it was definitely inspired by the afro. So.
0: Well, they would use a, half of a can of, uh, what was that? Uh, White rain.
1: Aquanet, yeah. Aquanet. White rain or Aquanet, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And they formed like a wall.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. There were
0: bangs. It was like an impenetrable force.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Good times, the 80s. Uh, but yeah, the 70s, I mean, you know, everybody was supporting the Afro back then. And uh, to for these people to lose their jobs over in Arkansas, I think is insane.
1: Yeah, we're so ultra-sensitive. The cancel culture is just taking over. There's no more fun. There's no more funny. Mm -mm. Can't joke around anymore. It's, uh, yeah.
0: No, you can't. No, you can't. But, uh, yeah, so I thought that was interesting. And then uh, another article that I came across, uh, this was not actually an article, but uh, this was a unique way to get a message out an anti-vaccination message. And uh, here on Backyard Politics, if YouTube is listening, we're not promoting any anti-vaccinations. We're not promoting any vaccinations. We think you should go to your doctor, get a consultation with your doctor, and uh, figure things out on your own. That's where we stand. But I just wanted to show this quick video. I I did a lot of time downloading videos, as as you can tell today. Uh, (laughs) But I wanted to show you this video because I thought this was pretty clever. Check this out. There you go. So, if social media is going to cancel you and you can't, uh, uh, you know, you can't post it on Facebook, which imploded by the way, today, Facebook imploded, yeah. I think, uh, Zuckerberg lost 7 billion. They estimate 7, yeah, 7 billion.
1: billion in one hour. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the Democrats all across the country are wondering where their campaign funds are going to come from in 2022. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you know, there was a, uh, a whistleblower that called Facebook out last week. Did you hear that story? Yeah, I did hear about that, but it was like, <laughs> she was a left-wing kook.
2: It's oh yeah,
0: that's
1: kookier than Zuckerberg. So I, I will add. We'll, we'll we'll take that back to the first topic. They're eating their own. Uh-huh. So you have left wing kooks that have been promoted and uh, elevated in these companies and allowed to spew their their poison and their venomous uh, beliefs and just puke it all out on everyone else and their coworkers. Well now they turn the guns on Facebook. Oh, you're making money off of misinformation. You're making, you're not doing enough to censor people. I mean, this is Nazism. I mean, you're not doing enough to censor people. I mean, come on, like, you, can you just stamp it right on your forehead and be done with it or start wearing the red armband because you're basically supporting fascism. That's, um, what,
0: that's that's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly. yeah. And,
1: and another example I wanted to bring up earlier, and I, I forgot about it, uh, Andrew, what's his name? Andrew Yang. Oh
3: yeah,
1: he walked away uh, from the
0: Democrats, didn't he? That's
1: right. Yep. He announced uh, today or yesterday Mm -hmm. that he is walking away from the Democratic Party. More importantly, uh, number one, the reason he's doing it isn't because he wants to be a centralist and bring the country together. The Democratic Party is not far enough left wing for him, (laughs) left leaning. He wants free education, free health care, a minimum Guaranteed income, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm just going to take a tangent here. I'm sorry, but if you don't understand that if everybody in the country gets a $500 check, a $1,000 check, a $200 check every week, every month, Mm -hmm. whatever, that money is worth zero. If everybody gets it, if you have a minimum income and everybody gets that, and and that's the starting point, you've just reset zero. You, you, You didn't do anything. You just reset zero. So, anyways, the best part of his announcement is that he is starting his own party. Oh! So, are they eating each other? Yes, they're, they're they become so divisive, and and this is hap- what happens when people don't have the good of the nation, the good of the people that they're representing. When that's not the intent, the intent is self promotion and these crazy communist fascist ideals. They're going to break. They're going to break down their their strongholds. They're going to turn on each other, and that's exactly what's happening. I'm hoping Andrew Yang takes hundreds of thousands of millions of people with him. Mm. I hope. I, I hope you know. It, I hope and there's not that say, many
0: people that agree with him.
1: Yeah, you're right. I, I it would be nice to think that, but you know, I mean, in the know current
0: kind of like Bernie Sanders esque, right. But every yeah, time he, Bernie yeah. decides to run for president, he always runs as a Democrat. And why does the Democratic Party allow that to happen? I don't. I don't. I, I guess I don't
1: understand that. He creates. He creates uh, headlines. As long as Bernie is in the race, he creates headlines. His uh, obscure ideas, his craziness, his left-wing extremism. It creates press. And, and what's the old saying? Talk talk bad about me. Talk good about me. Just talk about me. Right. And, and even though the, the media is the propaganda machine of the left, they get a lot of free press and a lot of free coverage when Bernie's in the race. And what happens every time he runs at the end, they pay him off. He gets his seven to eight million dollars or five to eight million, whatever it, it was. I think last time it was eight million dollars. And he and his wife, who is his campaign ranger, they ride off into the sunset, literally lining their pockets with millions of uh, donors money. The guy doesn't have a real job. He's never had a real job in his life, but he's he's got millions. Yeah, yep. He sure does. Like um, like um, almost all these politicians, not just the Democrats, but mostly the Democrats uh, are. I think we should be auditing. But yeah, so Andrew Yang's going to go off. He's going to create his own party. Um, You know, I I thought was very relevant to discussions we had. I want to say about two months ago where we were talking about libertarians and conservatives and Republicans, how the Republican party, a lot of rhinos have basically um, you know, sold us out and really it, it comes down to, I want to see what happens with this because even though I think the Republican party is horribly faulted and misled and not willing to take a stand on a lot of things, there are elements of the Republican party that if we can promote to the top we can get on the right track if we divide i'm always afraid that we water down our vote we water down our message and we don't we give up too much any traction we have so it'll be interesting to watch this little experiment see what happens
0: uh henry mendoza says sort of like daniel starting his new party in arizona and turning on conservatives i'm not sure you know henry i've seen a couple tweets uh maybe from you and maybe from columnated ruins and uh, some other people, but I'm not sure who Daniel is. Can you elaborate on that? Or uh, if you'd be willing to even give us a call in, because I would like to know the details about that. I I just haven't spent enough time to to find out what's going on with that, who Daniel is and, and uh, this type of stuff. So let me know the number 602-475-2000 if you want to call in, or you can uh, use the chat either way is fine with me but I'd like to know more about that. Yeah. So that's interesting. Uh, it's, it's interesting to watch from so many different angles on how the democratic party is really being, uh, Daniel McCarthy. He ran for Senate against McSally. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, but how many different angles that the democratic party is being attacked? I mean, in, in, the Republican party. We know that we've got the Mitch McConnell base and we know that we've got the Trump America first people, right? We know that we know that the Mitch McConnell base uh, despises the Trumpers Mm
2: -hmm. and the
0: Trumpers are sick and tired of the rhinos, right? So that we've got those two factions. We've got those two factions. However, I think those two factions can work together. If, if we put enough pressure on it, I don't know if that's true with Yang and Crazy Bernie and AOC. And AOC, and, yeah. And uh, you know, and then you've got Cinema and Mansion and Nancy, and it just seems like there's none of them are on the same page. No. The only two people that I see on the same page are uh, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer because they're that's both right. trying to lead, right? the Senate in the house in the right direction. And you've got so many of these offshoots. It just seems like the democratic party is not a, is,
1: you know, a, if you look at, if you look at Manchin's history, um, as governor of West Virginia and then uh, Senator and you look at his policies, he's, he's, I, he's middle of the road. I think he's very opportunistic. I think he will hold up any vote for to benefit himself or his, his constituents. He'll hold the whole country hostage. Uh, for his own benefit or the benefit of his constituents. And some people might say that's exactly what he's supposed to do. But I think he's pretty middle of the road, right? I think he's he is a conservative Democrat, if there is one. The fact right. that the leadership, Pelosi and Schumer, can't get in line or aren't gravitating to someone like that says a lot about the fragmentation that you're talking about. Because they can't even get on board with a centralist they can't get on board with someone who could potentially pull uh, a more liberal leaning Republican voter into the democratic party. They're not even, they're not even seeing that they're seeing distinct fragmentations, distinct parties within the party. And they're only trying to promote that one extreme thing that they want. And, you know, and then you go all the way down to the, you know, the AOCs and the Bernie's and, um, honestly, those people scare me in a sense that I think those are literally the people that will open the doors to the Russian communist and watch them goose step through the streets. If that means they get the, um, you know, they get the socialism and communism they want, they will literally bring think, in the red party. I mean, they, they don't care. They'll yeah, burn it all down. To I get think their way. the
0: ideologues, I think they yes. are yeah, sworn- they are. To their ideals, right? I think yeah. they, like when AOC talks about ushering in socialism and paying everybody and going after, uh, you know, the wealthy corporations, I don't think she's just saying that to stir up her base. No, I believe that if she had the power in the votes, she would absolutely implement that stuff. Yeah, where Nancy and Chuck and all of these longtime, you know, liberal Democrats who have been in Washington forever a lot of times they just say things to get elected. That's right. I truly believe that AOC would live and die for socialism and communism.
1: Yeah. And I think she it,
0: truly believes that it is better for America. And that's the scary thing because she's yeah. so popular.
1: And and the thing that one of her quotes um, was that this generation has never seen prosperity. That. That skewed, upside down perspective of reality scares me because there are so many people buying into that exact statement. There are so many college students building up hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt to go to college, with their and carrying around their iPhones and their Mac, whatever that costs. Their Mac laptop, whatever, costs two, three thousand dollars. You know, drinking their ten dollar lattes, and they think this is oppression they think this is oppression they think this is they will never see the prosperity that this country th- this country owes them right. and it's just it, the, the skewed logic and it's i feel it's literally a mental illness i think there is such a thing as a prosperity mental illness where your country and your society has become so prosperous so powerful so entitled that You literally cannot handle not having everything, everything. And, And it just doesn't make sense. And unfortunately, we all know what happens. As soon as someone like AOC truly takes power, if there's a groundswell of people coming out of these liberal colleges that vote them in and then they take power, we don't all get Corvettes because that's what we all want. We don't all get our $10 lattes for free. We start going out in the backyard and planting potatoes. And hoping we survive, right? I mean, it's not.
0: Well, you're already seeing like these little left wingers are already like freaking out because they can't get the latest and coolest iPhone. Yeah, they're freaking out because Tesla is not producing as many cars as they were in the past, and like to them, that's suffering, right? Yeah. yeah, Exactly. Right. It's a mental illness. It is a mental. Well, I don't know if it's a mental illness or if it's just I think it is. a lack of awareness
1: because I, I think it's a mental illness. <laughs> I'm calling I call it maybe.
0: Maybe it is. But think about from their perspective, them growing up in America that has never done without like the poorest yeah. people, the poorest people in this country are downloading their food stamps on their iPhones. That's right. It's yep. insanity. Right. And so. You know, and I've told stories and I think you have too about people we've seen in line at grocery stores that are using food stamps and they've got the, the extremely expensive nails, right? They, yeah. their little baby has a uh, little baby Jordans on and yeah. they're dressed, you know, they're dressed from top to bottom and they look, they look amazing. Like they're ready to go out to a nightclub and yeah. they got the food stamps. And so people in this country in these younger people, they don't know what true poverty is, and uh, yeah. I mean, you can go to the poorest parts of of uh, of America, and these people are not poor. They may be, which poor is why, yeah, to American standards, but they're not poor to the world standards.
1: Yeah, and, and this is why people are flooding our borders because. They know what real poverty is. They know what real oppression is, and they're trying to escape it. Now, granted, there's lots of places between Haiti and here they could have stopped on the way, or Ecuador and here they could have stopped on the way. But, um, you know, yeah, it's it's this hypocrisy, this dichotomy of thought that it, it boggles my mind exactly what you're saying. Talk about oppression as you pay for your free food stamps off of your free iPhone. It's no, just it,
0: you're right. And I, I think we should be, you know, we should be doing all of our kids. Uh, we're doing them an injustice by not taking them to actual poor parts. Of I agree. The world. You know, like in Arizona here, we can be down to Rocky Point, Mexico, in about five five and a half hours. And if you get off the strip where all the Americanized resorts are and you go one mile inward, you'll see poverty that you can't believe exists in the 21st century.
1: And yeah, and that's I'll tell you that this is one of my I will admit is one of my failures as a parent. We have a lot of friends that have done mission trips to Honduras, to China, uh, to places where you could see that. Um, Honduras specifically, we have friends that go, they go every six months and, you know, it's a relatively safe. It's not like going to some places it's relatively safe, but you get to see people living in grass huts, straw huts, cooking, um, you know, whatever they're pulling out of the ground that day Mm -hmm. and, you know, barely, barely getting by literally living day to day. And I've always wanted to send my kids um to 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 do that. Exactly what you're saying. We disservice our kids when we don't show them what reality is. Yeah, exactly. Now I, I feel like we've done a good job of making sure that they do earn money and they do work and have good work ethic and they do have to, you know, contribute. But I do believe one of the failures I've I've had as a parent is not really exposing them to what real abject poverty looks like what third world countries actually, I think have we want to, to survive. protect
0: our kids. Yeah. Right. If I look back, you know, I think, you know, I didn't, man, you know, I don't know. I, I've always taken, you know, I've taken our kids to Mexico, but only on the border towns and they don't, they don't really see the poverty in the border towns. Right. You know, you can smell the raw sewage, which is lovely uh, this time of year, but uh, you can't, uh, they don't really see the poverty, but when i went down there i was i didn't even expect it tyke i went down on a motorcycle trip and uh we happened to bump into a guy that was staying in the hotel room across from us who actually does missionary work down there mm. in the in the uh the poor parts of rocky point Point. and so he asked us if we'd be interested to go with him the next day and um just see the people that he works with and let me tell you something okay when you see a mom and, and a dad maybe, and they're living in a 10 by 10 structure that's made out of cardboard that they pulled out of a dumpster yeah. and it's literally duct taped or electric taped. They have no electricity. If you have, if you're lucky enough to have maybe 500 feet of extension cord, you can connect it to your friend's place. And then they just bury that, elect- they, they bury like an orange uh, uh, extension cord under the sand. And then they run maybe one light bulb off of that, but they have no power. They have no sewage, no septic, nothing. They literally dig a hole in the ground and that's where they go. And they have like another cardboard, you know, structure based around this. They have, the kids have no clothing. They have no toys they're lucky if they get bathed once a week Yeah, Um, and it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And I'll be honest with you. When I talk about uh, the illegal immigration in this country, if I were living down there, I would do the same thing. Yeah, I would, I would pack my family up and I would do whatever I could to get to get to the United States. I'm not saying that's right. And I'm not saying that I condone it.
1: Yeah. And let's, let's use this opportunity to promote changing the immigration laws. Exactly. Conservatives aren't heartless. We just know that if you do not follow the law, that chaos follows, that you end up with two classes of people, people that are above the law and people that are below the law, people that are being oppressed by the law. So do we need immigration reform? 100%. Yes. Um, there is an appropriate way to do this. And I always hearken back to the great immigration from Europe into the United States. Um, we processed millions of people through Alice Island. You can go look at the signatures on the books. They still have the books. We, we were able to do that. And sure, did, did some of those people come in illegally? Did they get by? Yeah, but the vast majority respected the nation they were going to enough to want to follow the laws and want to do it properly so that they can become citizens. So that's another differentiator, right? I think there's a whole group well, of people need to do... that don't respect the United States. They just want to they well, want to be given
0: in right? addition yeah, in addition to yeah. changing our our laws and allowing these these folks to come into our country. I think we also need to do more uh, humanitarian efforts to help these people in their own country. I don't know if that's through education. I don't know. uh, You know, I I don't know how that, what that looks like or how that works. It's kind of above my pay grade, but I would (laughs) like to see the United States somehow have uh, some, some sort of way to turn Mexico into a more free nation right yeah. they have stupid laws down there they have the drug cartels that run just about every state in mexico and yeah. let me let me tell you this let me, let me t- to get back to the poverty thing cuz i thought about this while you were talking the next year after we went down there the first year and i saw that poverty firsthand the next year we hopped on a harleys and we went down uh, again and this time instead of taking extra clothes and all the stuff in my saddlebags i filled my saddlebags with tennis balls and we would be riding down the road, and if I saw a couple kids outside, we would pull up next to them, and we would just, in our saddlebags, we would toss them each a, a tennis ball. And they would play with that tennis ball, literally, Tyke, until it fell apart. It was waterproof. Yeah. You can't break it. Yeah, You can write your name on it, whatever. Yeah, But that those kids that got those tennis balls, you would think it was life-changing, and it probably was. Because now they literally, they had something to catch, to bounce, to whatever they wanted to do with it.
1: That's something that was theirs.
0: Yeah, it was theirs and they couldn't break yeah. it. And then you compare that to these whiny little, I don't even want to, I yeah. don't even want to use any and, and, adjectives and in colleges.
1: Yeah. And, and that's the AOC army, right? That's the that's the overly entitled, completely unaware, amazingly arrogant And at the same time, perpetually ignorant—that's the AOC army. That should be their motto. Like we are perpetually arrogant and amazingly ignorant at the same time to believe that this nation has never seen this generation has never seen prosperity. It's crazy. And and back to the you know all the way back to what we were talking about. I think we may see some radicalization. We've seen radicalization in the Democratic Party. We've seen Antifa and BLM rise and become the strong arm militant part of the party. And, you know, Pelosi and Schumer turn a blind eye to that. And they're not willing to support Manchin, a centralist. Uh, they're afraid of AOC and her army. I mean, their party is in trouble right now. And we need to unify on the other side. Around some very basic tenets. And Constitutionalism, that's the thing, the, America first, right? The Republicans won't,
0: they won't join together. Like right now is the time. Right now is the time to unite under. Yeah, It is. You could get together and maybe make eight or ten tenets, right? And say, we will absolutely not raise taxes. Right. We will shut the border down. You know, we can go on and on. Right. Um
1: and and honestly, and and the problem with that is good.
0: No, I was just gonna say the problem with it is they're too hung up on being anti-Trump in the Rhino.
1: Exactly. I was gonna say the same thing, yes. Exactly.
0: (laughs) And we can't find common ground. And right now the Republicans are so they're they're missing this giant opportunity because the Democratic Party, like we said, is broken off into multiple factions. If, if we could just find someone to unite the two yeah. and, but these people, they don't want to let go of their power. They don't want to risk it. Yeah. Mitch
1: McConnell
2: this, this is, doesn't want to risk, you know, yeah. what
0: he's the, the empire that he's built.
1: This is the only reason I think Trump should not run in 2024 simply because he is by not, not his fault by the nature of who he is. He's divisive because they, they just, they don't care. He can have the best idea in the world. He can literally cure cancer and there would be rhino Republicans and Rachel Maddow, crazy lunatic liberals out there saying, absolutely not. We're going to, and, and quite frankly, right. The shot we're talking about or not talking about is an example of that. When it was a Trump thing, it was horrible. No one wanted it. Uh, every, Biden Harris spoke out saying? against it. Yeah. Kamala Harris spoke out against it. But now that it's a Biden thing, Oh no, no, no It's the best thing in the, in the world. It'll, you know, it'll cure heart disease and everything else and They're clean your called, car. and they call it the okay. fauci Alchi. yeah, the fauci alchie. That's right. the fauci ouchie yeah, but uh, yeah, we have to unify. You're absolutely right. And we've got it. It doesn't have necessarily be a unification around a person, but there have to be ten talking points, five talking points, something that yeah, says, we're different. We have a plan and it's America first. It's constitutionalism, conservatism, and I, I'll in tell you...
0: Of, this is what we're going to do. This is what we will never do.
1: Yes, exactly. And and one, one of the biggest failures of the Republican Party in recent histories is complaining and whining and pounding their fists about Obamacare for eight years. Absolutely throwing fits. And then when we take We take control. We have the votes. We have what it takes to get something done. The only thing we could come up with as Republicans is, "Oh, we're just going to eliminate it. No replacement. No no foresight into saying, what do we need to replace it with? How are we going to make it better? What pieces of it actually kind of work and maybe people like? And what pieces that
0: was Trump's? um, That was going to be in his. Next four years, I think that was his thing. It was gonna he was going to tackle healthcare, and I think he could have done an excellent job. Not just him alone, but he would have surrounded himself the right
1: yeah. people. He would have found medical professionals and insurance professionals that knew how to work the system. And he actually came out and said at one point, "There's a quote out there somewhere. I'd have to go look for it." He actually called the Republicans out and said it might have been one of the the debates, his um the 2016 debates, where he said, "Hey, you guys have had eight years." you don't have an idea. Mm -hmm. Their only idea was to repeal it. And then obviously John McCain sunk that, but there wasn't any, there's no advertising, right? There was no, we're going to do better. It was just, this sucks. Well, this sucks doesn't win elections. It doesn't inspire people. It doesn't move the country forward. Having an idea that you can build on and excite people about, like you're saying, John, we're not going to do these things. We are going to do these things. Those types of things, at least get people talking points and something to believe in something to go after
0: newt gingrich did it in 94 and he took the house back
1: yeah he took the right. house
0: back after 60 years of democratic role in the house newt gingrich yeah. came out with the contract for america and took the house back and i don't understand why in the world that was 20 years ago why the republicans can't figure out that that worked and make it yeah. a national thing and just have everybody if you're a republican you want to run as a republican we expect you to adhere to this you know these, right. these these five these five yeah. these are the things That's we right. will never do we will never tax uh per mile right like the the buyers <laughs> want to do yeah. they want to tax you eight cents per mile as you drive your car as a private citizen yep, yep. and stuff like that i mean i don't know they could get behind i I don't know i I don't know i who knows i'm not i'm i don't get paid to to well
1: well the other side of that john you say you don't get paid and you're it's above your pay grade i guarantee you my 12 year old could come up with talking points and things that like things tax like taxing our our vehicles and uh the IRS having access to bank accounts over $600. And if you, you sell something on eBay, you better pay taxes on it. If you sell something on Craigslist, you meet someone at the church and you sell them a a stack of books you're not using anymore Well, you better pay taxes on that $20. I mean, my 12 year old could write talking points against those things. And for some reason, the freaking leaders of the Republican party can't get on board to do something. And I think, you know, And once again, this was the same thing with Obamacare. They think that the Democrats are so bad that they're going to sink themselves. Okay, well, yeah, that's a great observation. It's not a strategy. Right. No, yeah, you're exactly right.
0: Well, Mr. Tyke, uh, I think we're going to call it.
1: I'm good with that, sir.
0: I'm exhausted. (laughs) And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, uh, yeah, let so no, I think you're right. I think we're onto something, but, uh, anyway, I just got a text message. I got to, uh, I got something I got to take care of. So.
1: Okay. <laughs> take care of the family, man.
0: That's right. Do what you need to do. All right. Well, we'll see you next Monday night.
1: Absolutely. And thank you everybody for participation, comments, and, and, you know, jumping in. And I just want to call out, henry mendoza again because henry joined last week and uh because of our, our the guest speaker we had on um and i just want to thanks it's always good to grow the audience so yeah, welcome that right.
0: yeah, was columnated ruins that was on
1: yeah that's, that's right columnated ruins. thank you you know i'm horrible yeah. with names <laughs> no that's
0: fine that's hard to remember anyway so all right brother well let's uh let's just go ahead and uh end the show as always give your wife a hug From i will do that here. And uh, we will talk again Monday.
1: All right. Thank you. Have a great week.
0: All right. Take care. Bye. All right. Well, that was Tyke Magditch. And uh, as always, it's Magdich Monday. And, uh, well, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I think there's something to this uh, that the Republican Party, uh, it just frustrates um, me to all end that we just can't for whatever reason. Uh, take care, Henry. Uh, that for whatever reason the two factions of the republican party just can't put their differences aside and come up with eight or ten things that they agree upon and just run with it and run with it while the democratic party's broken because they are broken and um i mean with, with uh yang andrew yang stepping out and that's just proof it's proof that the Democratic Party is broken. I don't know. I I think we need to write to our congressmen and our senators and uh, just insist and maybe go on uh, on Twitter and, and tag them and just insist that they figure out a way to work together as a united Republican Party. Unite. If we could just do that, I think amazing things could happen. Uh, well, anyway, uh, this is backyard politics, and uh, I appreciate everybody for being here. I'll go through uh, some of the names. Um, we had Todd Baker was here, Henry Mendoza was here, PJR was here. Um, I don't know PJR, so if you're new, uh, subscribe to the channel, I'd appreciate it. The Tides Joker was here, uh, Taylor was here from the Porch Honkies, Henry Mendoza, as I mentioned, he was here. I know Angry Conservative was here, Jennifer Myers, the purveyor of. The, uh, the gray feather farm, all natural skincare products was here. Latin Patriot was here, uh, many, many other people. So I appreciate all you guys. Todd Baker was here. Thanks for being here. Uh, risen ability was here, um, on and on and on, but, uh, everybody, thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, sticking through the show. And, uh, we will be back Wednesday night, same time, 8 PM Pacific. And, uh, until then be kind to one another love each other, fight for the country. Don't stand down. I've got an interesting article that I'm going to read Wednesday night. And if you're a Christian and you don't think you should be involved in politics, I want you to be here Wednesday night because I've got a, I've got a pretty fantastic article that I'm going to read. I'm going to go over just that exact topic until then. God bless and take care.